Hey, it's Jamie Sumner, left guard from 1994-95, and this is the Bunch of Nuts podcast with my boys Dan and Cass. Go Bucks! Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. This is Dan here, Big Cass. Big Cass got a sneaky one this weekend. Yeah, sick. What is it? A six and two Rutgers team. Uh, we're playing them noon Piscataway. On CBS, I will say, though, they are bowl eligible. Their only losses are to Michigan and Wisconsin, and they were competitive in both. Uh, in Michigan, you know, they had the sign stolen. No argument there. They covered. I- I'll give them credit for that. And then Wisconsin, it was a, you know, well, I believe 11-point game. Other than that, though, real good season for Rutgers. Um, and they're looking like possibly an eight-win team. They're absolutely going bowling. Um, Greg Shiano has done a great job. So they're pesky. I was, I, I would, I would give them a, you know, a, a seven on the pesky meter, a six, yeah. a, a six. It should be a good game for a little while. Like I said, um, off air. Um, I think the Buckeyes, I think with the mega Buka coming back, I look for a big game out of him. Also like look to see Marvin Harrison continue a hundred yard streak. To five games in a row, um, I think the Buckeyes are up for the challenge. I think they're. I think they want to go out and prove that they're the number one team in the country, even though they keep saying that coach speak and stuff, the players speak that they're not really looking at the rankings. But with them being the number one team in the country right off the bat, as in the first rankings, um, I think they're going out. They want to go out and try to prove something. They got to. Pesky, like you said, a pesky Rutgers team that's got a very, very good defense. Um, quarterback too. He's honestly this guy. That guy. He's probably one of their better quarterbacks they've had in years. And that, like, and somebody made up a point and said this is the best team that they've had um, since the, joining the Big Ten, and I have to agree. Probably, yeah, top to bottom. And um, team since the Kyle Flood era. Yeah, they're just not very good defending the pass, and you know their top wide receiver just had season-ending surgery. You know he did, so, he did though, but he only played in the Northwestern game. He only played week one, so it's not like it's not like he he they've had the whole year, and then now they have to yeah. without him. They've been playing without him. They have some good receivers that have been putting up some numbers. So um, I don't think that, yeah, but they is that big. At people. Yeah, they haven't really played a good defense since Michigan, so. It's gonna be interesting to see. I do expect, like we put on twist, Twitter, Twister, Twister, put on the X, put on X this week. I do expect to see a lot of trick plays, and I think I expect them to see him right off the bat. You know, say Rutgers, you know, returns. You know, right now our weakness is our special teams. So let's say Rutgers decides to receive the kick and goes for a trick play right off the get on get go with a uh, reverse with a uh, trick play on kickoff return. I mean, Shiano's going to bring out some Mickey Mouse stuff. He always does. Yep. Um, I mean, like, what was it, 2020, I think it was, or 2021, he was putting out the most ridiculous. Oh, 2020, in the shoe, the no one was there. The lateral, right? Yeah, they they literally, like, we had a huge lead. And the game was a lot closer than what it should have been because of all the trick plays. Yeah, and like forty-two, like twenty-eight, or 20. probably had t- 
probably had tough Borland trying to defend that right tackle that came out of the backfield for a touchdown. Yeah, it, uh, and then and then last year they ran a bunch of trick plays, but then this is, and I can't wait for it, the Jesse Mirko revenge game. I mean, I I do hope Ryan Day has a fake dialed up. He had, and I believe it was the Penn State game. He could have ran for it. He had enough room, and if he had the green light, he could have gotten yeah. fifth down. I think we gotta let him do it this week. Like this is the week, man. <laughs> we got like, and this is a great week to put something like that on film for other teams that are going to be scouting you or just videotaping you from the sidelines in person. Um, God, give him that look. So I think um, this is a great chance for Jesse Mirko to have a fun game. I'm excited for that, man. I, I look for Ohio State's offense to come out and run the ball, set the tone with Travion Henderson, because I think with the, I think this offense, as much as we want to rave in – you know, rave about the best player in the country, Marvin Harrison Jr., my, you know, my front runner for the Heisman. But I think this, I think the way this offense rolls, this team will go as far as far this year as, as healthy as Travion Henderson is, in my opinion. And I think we get to see a heavy dose of Trey, get him off going, you know, get him going early and, you know, slow the game down a little bit, you know, we are a three-touchdown favorite, but, you know, Rutgers really – they're a good team. They're a pesky team, but they're really not that good. And, you Talent know – Talent-wise, they're not great. But, like, it's it's the best – they're not great compared to any one Ohio State. Like, they're probably up there same tier as Maryland, I would say. I would say Maryland's still a little bit better. Slightly. But, like, yeah. maybe 1A, 1B, same, same tier. Yeah, they're <laughs> – Outside of Wisconsin, they're probably better than anybody in the West. If they were in the West, Rutgers would probably be going to the Big Ten championship. Which is wild to think about. Um, but, yeah, it's – like, you are right, though, going back to your previous point about Travion Henderson. We just got to pray he stays healthy because with Mayan being done for the year, terrible blow. Um, just that's a real big blow in my opinion. Um we need a healthy tray. Like this might be a game where honestly we use Hayden a little bit. Um, I'm, I'm not afraid to use Hayden here. Like we're going to have to use his red shirt at this point. It's like with Mayan gone, he's going to lose the red shirt. I, he has to. There's yeah. No do only two backs. Yeah. yeah. There, there's no way. And another running back just lost his black stripe. What happened to TC cat? He injured. Remember <sighs> Didn't he, he like hurt his knee. I want to say. Oh yeah. 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 yeah you're right. Cat. Oh, 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 no, Evan Pryor, Evan Pryor. Yeah, we get to see some Evan Pryor, I think. See some Evan Pryor. I, which, dude's hit it in the portal, right? I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. It could be like it could a Riley situation where, like, the, I, everyone loves him yeah. and he stays here forever. Yeah, I think, I think um, however, I do think um, – this defense, you know, the high state's defense is they're going to miss their quarterback in the back end, Lathan Ransom, who's having a monster season. But Sonny Styles is going to fill that void, which means more Jordan Hancock, which I'm all for. You know, our safeties are going to be Josh Proctor and Sonny Styles, and then we're going to have Hancock and um, the Igmanosin and Denzel Burke. I think our defense is set. Set. It's I, think be we'll get, I think we'll get some looks, though, from Kai Stokes and like Jihad Carter at back there, too. I guarantee yeah. you, 
Because I guarantee you, they're going to also want to play Styles down a little bit. Uh, I think we'll I think we'll see a little a mix of those two in there, which it will be cool to see. You know, you know Carter and Stokes play a little bit. I heard I Cam see how Sun- to play. I want to see how Sonny Styles does in that safety position that Ransom does, because Ransom does come up to the line, and you know he's not afraid to come up into the line and make a run stop. He's he's very versatile safety, and I think that's I think some. Tony Styles is a little bit like that, but obviously a bigger. I don't know how, like, I, with Styles, I don't know how good he is though in like man coverage yet. I don't know how fluid he is, you know. But it's a good day to find out. Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, this game, this game's sneaky. Like you said, I think it's a little bit of a trap game. Um, we're the number one team in the country. We just got ranked the number one team in the country. Rutgers. You know, outside of their tornado siren, there's nothing really loud there. The We've been there. You know, they got the cannon, but they don't get to use it very much when they play the Buckeyes. Uh, it's going to be definitely an interesting game to see how the Buckeyes handle this game. Um, knowing everything that's going on with the University of Michigan, you know, which there's a lot. You know, Big Ten look like the Big Ten 80s met not too long ago. And, you know, but I think just – this is a game where let's get healthy one game at a time um, before we get two home games, before we play that team up north Thanksgiving weekend. Um, it's it's a really – I think it's a game, a get-right game, if that makes sense. We're, yeah, we're undefeated, but it's like a get-right, get Kyle his confidence back out there after having a bad game and get this offense to hum. And this offensive line to continue to do what they're doing, get better. And this defense just continue to dominating. I like the fact that they're using Hero Canoe a little bit. Um, I like the fact that they're rotating, and I, which I think that's made Jack Sawyer a little bit better. I, I just think – and it's a game to clean things up when it comes to special teams because we know not just special teams, but with the – you know, with, with the defense, we know – all the trick plays are coming. We know Shiano is going to bring a tough, good coach team. It's going to be kind of like playing Wisconsin's little brother. That's still West, not as talented as Wisconsin, but they're going to be tough as nails like Wisconsin. Yeah, you know, and that's a fantastic comparison. I, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to necessarily count this as a get right game. I think the get right game is the week after when we play Michigan State at home. That's going to be an absolute massacre. Um, I, I think. I'm going to give Rutgers credit. I think this is a trap game. I really do. Um, I, I, I've said that years past this year, though. It does. It actually kind of feels like a trap game because we're feeling really good after the Penn State and Wisconsin wins. Um, Just got ranked number one team in the country. Yeah, it's it's in New Jersey. Like, not an exciting stadium to play at. It's early. It's literally first game of the day, noon. This 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 screams, you know, Ohio State comes out a little slow. Um which is going to be fine. It, it, it you know, it, it's it, it, every team like you know, it's it, at this point, it's just win. I don't like it, it, if just win, and if we drop a spot in the rankings or whatever, because you know they don't like how we win. That yeah, I think I think regardless of what happens this weekend, I think we will drop a spot because Georgia, Georgia plays Missouri. Missouri. Yeah, and, no, I mean, and, I know a lot of people are picking Missouri to win, but still. Well, no, and it's. For Ohio State, unfortunately, it's a no-win situation this when we play Rutgers. Even though they're a good team, six and two, going to a bowl, 
and I'm giving Rutgers their flowers. If we stomp Rutgers, they're going to be everyone's going to not give us credit and say, "Oh, it's Rutgers." If we play close to Rutgers, they're going to say, "It's Rutgers." It's 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 just a situation where the idiots yep. on the internet are just going to say the same things as usual. Um, just watch the game with your eyes, and then you'd be the judge on this Rutgers team. I will say, um, one area I think they're solid is running the ball. They're starting running back, um, um, Kyle Monagai. He has over seven seven hundred forty four yards on the season, one hundred forty four carries, averaging five point two a carry, seven touchdowns, and a long of fifty five. And then their quarterback Garrett Wimsat, he he's a really good rusher. He has seventy three carries, three hundred sixty two yards, seven touchdowns. And what he you know what he's good at not taking sacks and not really turning the ball over as well. Um, so if Rutgers can force a turnover too. And if they can, you know, establish the run, which, you know, that's tough. I'm, I'm not like, that's a tough task against his defense, but if you can maybe get the quarterback going on some read options too, um, and get a touchdown, touchdown or a turnover, they could keep it interesting. I think with that being yeah. said, the, the Buckeyes should absolutely cover. It's kind of like a discipline game. It is. Yeah. I get, I get, I get what you're saying. Uh, 19 and a half point favorite. I think the Buckeyes cover. I think the Buckeyes run defense is legit. They have the best, I think, in my opinion, the best defense in the country. I know it's ranked number two. But I think the Buckeyes, I think Kyle McCord gets, it's a Kyle McCord get right is what, that's what I'm meaning. Gets Mecca Buka back, one of his weapons. Gets now that Kate Stover won't be, you know, won't ha- Kate Stover will have his targets because now Mecca's back in the lineup. Travion runs hard. I think the Buckeyes get a solid 30, 40 points this game, and I think they give up a, maybe one or two trick plays. I'm going I'm going to go 38-14 final Ohio State. I'm going to I'm going to go 31-17. And I think Rutgers, it'll be a trick play and like a turnover, they'll get a field goal and I think they'll get a touchdown in the fourth. Um, like it'll be 31 10 and they'll get a late touchdown um to make things look worse than they were. I don't think Ohio State will really ever be in trouble in this game. I just don't think we cover just because I think um it's gonna be a lot to get on the road. Um and we didn't even cover against Indiana that one time with the new play clock rules. Um so I, I think 31 17 is my prediction. Believe it or not, I think we've covered most almost of every game but one or two. I think just the first two games we didn't cover. Um, oh, oh no, Notre Dame. We didn't cover Notre Dame. Cause, huh? I think we covered almost every game. But, yeah, I I can see both ways, you know, my way and your way. It's I, I, I think it's going to be a good game, you know, good game to watch at noon to get ready for the slate of games. Um, which we're not ready for that because there's a lot of Michigan news right now. <laughs> there's just too much to handle, too much to handle. It's kind of exhausting. It kind of reminds – if I was a Michigan fan, I don't know what would have been more exhausting, COVID year or this year with all the news. I mean, it doesn't feel like the Urban Meyer, Zach Smith stuff because it's just – 
every day it's a brand new thing coming out. It, it kind of does feel like the COVID year in a sense of like the dread, but like I'm not dreading it. I could just see how you would feel the dread if you're like a Michigan fan. Um, I'm loving every second of it. <laughs> but <laughs> the new stuff that came out with the the low level, another low level staffer just doing some bad stuff at I think it was a Walmart and he got caught with he was texting or talking to a 13 year old girl, girl trying to meet up with her and they caught him and exposed him. Um yeah it's crazy because it's like apparently all the Michigan media and a lot of like people had this story and no one reported it. Um which is interesting. It's like how how did people just sit on this and not talk about this? I will point out the obvious though. Uh the guy doing it like the dude from Michigan, the low level staffer, he is not all there. I think he might've been like a pity type hire or you know what I'm saying? Like, a yeah, just like, think in the last 12 months since December, we've had the Mozzie Smith thing, the shimmy Schimbecker thing, the uh, coach Weiss thing, the, the sign stealing thing, this pedophile thing ring that's going on the hamburger thing. Three, three tunnel fights, and it was like Oof. eight game span before all that, too. Oof. Um, Oof. It's just, when is enough is enough? Is my question. Like it, this is what what if this doesn't meet the definition of lack of institutional control? I don't know what does. <laughs> I really don't. It's it's definitely a lot of news. A lot of news coming, and I, I kind of feel bad for the players because. I mean, in some of the instances, like the pedophile ring, the the coach with the FBI's, you know, the FBI, you know, thing, and then you, you know, your your coach being in the high, being in the spotlight. People say this is not a distraction, blah blah blah. I I think it is a distraction. It's absolutely a distraction. Something, something tells me I think they're gonna I think they're gonna beat Purdue pretty handily, but I think they're gonna struggle there for a while. Because I think that they're going to be it's it, Purdue's not good. We know that we saw Ohio State kick their butt. But I think with Michigan playing Purdue, it it I think Michigan comes out sluggish because I think that they're going to be a little bit distracted of this. I all you know, like I said, I still think Michigan destroys Purdue, but there's always that there's always that you know. I think I think the Purdue fans are gonna come out though for this game. I do think I I I have a request to Boiler Nation. Uh, show up to the game Saturday. Be loud because be it's loud. A, it's in Ann Arbor, I believe. Oh, is it? I thought it was at Purdue. I thought this was at Purdue. Maybe you were right. I'm checking. I was positive this was at um. At Michigan, I mean at Purdue. Yeah, it's at Michigan. A thirty-two and a half point favorite. Wow. Okay, that game's gonna. Never mind. Well, still show up, Boiler Nation. Be loud. Be prideful. But uh, if this was at Purdue, they, I could see that being a problem, like the crowd getting really into it. But yeah, uh, Michigan's gonna smoke them, and they're just honestly gonna look like terrible for it. No one's gonna be like impressed. All right. Before we get into the big slate of games this week, Ohio State. The Big Ten released their schedules next for next year. Interesting, Dan. Ohio State opens up with Southern Miss August 31st, September 7th, Western Michigan. 
September 14th, bye week, September 21st, Marshall, September 28th at Michigan State, October 5th, Iowa, October 12th at Oregon, October 19th, bye week, October 26th, Nebraska, and November 2nd at Penn State, November 9th, Purdue, November 16th at Northwestern, and then we finish at home. It's Indiana, Purdue, Indiana and Michigan to start the 2024 season. Interesting two bye weeks. Um, I don't think we've ever had two bye weeks, or it's been a long time. Yeah. Um, I, I think my, 2002 might be the only – the last time we've had one in two, two bye weeks. I don't like how close the bye weeks are because we get two games bye week, four games bye week, and then we got one six games in a row. I know this year we got we had what eight we have eight or nine games in a row. I just feel yeah. like we should have played Nebraska and then bye week at Penn State. I'm not complaining. I think it's a it's a very manageable schedule for the most part. Oh yeah, the non conference schedule we can't complain to Michigan fans anymore about our non conference schedule. Because they're it's 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 cheeks, but I will say this: some of my fellow Penn State fans I'm friends with on Facebook, one likes to run his mouth quite a bit, and I just take his you know posts for granted, you know, just with a grain of salt. But he posts Penn State's schedule and says undefeated. Okay, this is their schedule: Week One at West Virginia, Bowling Green, Kent State, two of the worst MAC schools. They have Illinois. UCLA, USC, Wisconsin, Ohio State, Washington, back to back to back to back to back. There's no way you're coming out of that undefeated. Well, well, my favorite thing is to the Michigan fans on Twitter were saying, oh, Ohio State ducked USC and Washington this year. It's like we don't make the Big Ten schedule. And it's like no one – you think Ryan Day is ducking Alex Grinch? Ryan Day'd be licking his chops to call coach an offense against that. Do you know how many points we would put up? Like, no, we're not ducking anyone. Like, unfortunately, when it comes to college football schedules, a lot of it's just like not in your control. The next couple of years, though, our schedule's insane because we play Bama, yep. Texas, Georgia. Georgia. It's just like, all right, there's one, we have one season where our non conference schedule isn't insane. Uh, we played Notre Dame the past couple of years. And then before that, it was supposed to be Oregon. We only got one year of Oregon because of COVID. Um, like Ohio State's always trying to challenge themselves with their schedule. This year, you know, next year, we're not, it's not the most challenging schedule, but I think we deserve a pass. I really do. And it's, it's ridiculous because not other teams have been held to the high standard. And honestly, I'm cool with not having an insane schedule next year. You know why? 12 team playoff. We can literally lose one of those games to like Oregon or Penn State, and we're still going to make the 12 team playoff. So it's fine. Like, it's, we don't need to challenge ourselves. But it, I love going forward. We're going to have some crazy games. So even if we lose those, uh, we're at least going to get cool games. Cause at the end of the day, you seem to make the top 12. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of games, there's a pretty good slate of games this weekend. Awesome slate. So let's get right into it. Big noon kickoff on the same time as us. Kansas State at Texas. Texas is laying four points against Kansas State. I'll take Texas here. No Quinn yours, but I like this quarterback for Texas. I'm right there with you, man. I'll take I'll take I'll take Texas too. Um because 
we should have done this before. I, I think Texas is going to make the playoffs because I think they're going to win the rest of their games. Yeah, it's Oklahoma showed they're human. In the state of Kansas, they got their big upset last week, which I did call. That's where, you know, Oklahoma season always goes to die is the, like the first game they play in Kansas. Unfortunately, it doesn't work when like Kansas State or Kansas go on the road somewhere. So I that's my logic with Texas. I like their quarterback though. You're absolutely right. He is a stud. All righty. Notre Dame at Clemson. Notre Clemson's a Notre Dame's a three point favorite. Clemson's not good. I'm sorry. Clemson's not good. I like the Irish to cover. I think they win by a touchdown, but it's by more than three points. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Notre Dame's clearly a better team. There's no and ifs or buts. They have an identity. They have a defense. They have a quarterback. They have a running game. Clemson, they're four and four. It's unless unless there's something that we don't know. This seems so obvious. Like I'm, it's such an <clears throat> obvious line. I almost am like tempted to put money on Clemson because it, it doesn't make sense that Notre Dame's only a three point favorite. I like the next one, Georgia, Tennessee, Georgia and Missouri. Georgia is a 15 and a half point favorite. I like Missouri in this one. I was kind of going through it. You know, they are really, really good um, on the offensive side of the ball. They have a great receiving core. You know, they got Mookie Cooper. He's like their third receiver. Their quarterback's good. They have a good running back. Almost They're like – this is a good, good Missouri team, and they almost had Georgia last year. The difference in that game was literally, uh, I believe it was the second quarter, they had like an 86-yard run or whatever. If it was 87 yards, it would have been a touchdown, and it came down to a field goal that game. And that was those th- that was the difference in points. They're, Georgia's D-back making a run down the field and making a play and tackling at, in the end zone, like right before the end zone. Um I, I like Missouri though. I think I think they're gonna win, believe it or not. I like Georgia. Um I just think Carson Beck's playing well. Their defense is pretty well. And I think Kirby Smart's mad that his team didn't get put uh ranked number one. Oh, I got a sad one. The last one for a long time. The I, be- I think you're Bedlam. Bedlam. Man, uh, this is gonna be. This is sad. This is. This is yeah, bro. I. This breaks my heart. It does because this is always such a fun game. You know why it's a fun game too? It's always the weekend of like daylight savings, which is this weekend for fall back at that extra hour. Um, and this is always just like it gets dark out early, and it's like five thirty six, and you turn on on the game, and this is just an insane shootout. Um. I don't know, man. This is a tough one. It's not going to be a shootout because the boot defenses are pretty good, though. Oklahoma's a six-point favorite. Close game by a field goal. Give me the give me the Cowboys. Sooners win by a field goal, though. I'm gonna go with Oklahoma out. I'm gonna go with Oklahoma minus six. I think they'll get it done. Oklahoma wins outright for me, but they don't cover. Uh, uh, Oklahoma covers for me. There's good games on, man. 
Oh, this one's a fun one. 7.30. Now a lick of defense is going to be played. Is uh, this Caleb Williams' last game? It, Caleb Williams versus Michael Penix Jr. Washington is a three-point favorite. I like USC in this one. I really do. I think this falls into the exact game. USC wants to play a shootout. Um, I think Caleb Williams gets it done. I don't think it's his last game. I'm with you. I'm with you because I think Oregon's the best team in the Pac-12. Yeah. Um, okay. I guess it's the last one because, I mean, how many have we done? We've done quite a bit. We have to. We've we have done to... one, two, three, four, five. This is the last one. Oh, okay. Seven forty-five. CBS. Always a always a dandy. This one, number four mm. LSU, number eight Alabama. I I like LSU in this one. I I just think they're a better team. I know they started out slow, um, but their losses Florida State and Ole Miss. Um, I, I think LSU is actually going to smack Bama. I think it's not. I think it's going to be an ugly one. Alabama. That's who I'm taking. LSU is the best offense in the nation. <laughs> They're literally the first offense in yards. Um, bet, and I mean, if Jalen Milrow can win this, I'll be so impressed. I just don't think Alabama is going to have be able to put up enough points. I like Alabama. I really do. I think it's going to be a shootout. But give me Bama. Okay. Okay. Um, and I'll give a degenerate pick. So give me a second here. The degenerate Dan pick. Oh, Iowa versus Northwestern. I like the over. Everyone's saying, oh, 30 and a half. They literally need to score 16 points each. I think they can do it because both these teams are not that good. Um, I think they'll. I think they will score. I think the over will hit. Interesting. Yep. Uh, but yeah, it should be a it should be a really awesome weekend of college football. I'm psyched. Um, I'm also psyched for more Michigan drama to drop tomorrow, and then. <laughs> by the time you you know you listen to this it's gonna be probably friday or saturday and there's gonna be more stuff out there it's gonna be great yeah i'm interested to see how this is gonna play out i really am yeah me too bud but that's really all i got you got anything else my guy no big high school game week two high school playoffs i have Division two, Region Seven action. Canal Winchester will host Watkins Memorial. Should be a fun one next week. I'm hoping to be on the call for Pickerington Central if they just if they win this week. Um, Pickerington Central will be first time we get them this year. Um, no, they we had Pickerington Central versus Pickerington North. Talking about Pickerington North, not Pick Central. Um, Pickerington North. Plays Hilliard Davidson, but we don't have that on the network. We have, and then Pickerington Central, a huge one against Upper Arlington. Upper Arlington has 
not given up a touchdown in the last three weeks. So it's going to be a lot of fun to follow those games during my game. Huh? How are the Crooksville Ceramics doing? They won three games this year, and they didn't make the playoffs. Tough. What about Buckeye Lake? Millersport? Yeah, Millersport, Buckeye Lake. Oh, my gosh. They didn't even sniff the playoffs. They got beat every game. They lost, lost every game. Oh, man. Well, maybe next year, gentlemen. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's all I got. <laughs> Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. Uh, once again, Jesse Mirko Revenge Game. Go Bucks. Go Bucks.